Welcome to the Crustacic 4 Wrestling Special. I'm your host, Alan Young. Um, this week, we've got four fantastic wrestling experts. I'll let them introduce themselves. Matt, would you like to start us off? Yes, um, I am Matt Willis. I am the um, co-host of the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast, and I'm returning player from Series 3 of Crustacic 4. Yeah, absolutely. Our Season 3 champ, which I can stay at this stage now because I'll have been aired by the time we air this, which is grand. Uh, Glenn, would you like to introduce yourself next? Yeah, I am Glenn Fraser. I am co-host of the Wrestling Connection podcast and former colleague of the host. And that will get you no advantage at all. <laughs> Damn it. Chris, you're next up. Hello, I'm Chris Moffat. I am also the co-host of the Wrestling Connection podcast. We may have a slight advantage here, um, but this is my first time on the show. Really excited. Thanks for having me here. No, thanks for taking part. And Mags are short time last minute replacement for fourth person introduce yourself hello everybody i am mags uh, yeah i'm the definitely the filler uh for this episode uh <laughs> expert is definitely a stretch i i watch wrestling and that's about it uh but i've got a podcast called why we watch where i talk to wrestling creators and fans about why they love wrestling and a podcast called badlands where we discuss mount rushmore's of wrestling nice Lovely. mount rushmore's that's a that's an interesting idea it's an idea topic for me and Glenn. Take note of that one, Glenn. Yeah, we're going to steal that, <laughs> just so you know, Max. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this week, I'm used to it. People have been stealing my ideas left, right, and centre. <laughs> oh, I, that's, I'm going to avoid myself getting into a discussion at this point, because that's quite an interesting topic. So, uh, our round one is going to be our growing in value round, but since it's wrestling-themed, it's going to be growing in raw value. All nice. four questions will be about the TV show Raw. Uh, and it'll be oh, worth, right. the, worth the number of points of the question number. So question worth is, one is worth one, two is worth two, and so on. The idea is that they get steadily more difficult. Um, you guys will write your answers down as we go, and I'll just pick somebody each time to answer. And then there's a lot of trust and honesty here, but if you want to challenge someone, you can ask them to show their answer. Question one, uh, what year was the first episode of Monday Night Raw aired? And what year was the first episode of Monday Night Raw aired? Chris, I'm going to come to you first. 1993. 93. Glenn? Yep, that's what I've got, 1983. Matt? 1993. Yep, it was. 1993. Excellent. So you told you that was an easy one, one pointer. What was the reason it was a special episode other than Shawn Michaels losing his smile? And I realised I could get potentially interesting answers to this, so I might even be willing to give half points if there's something particularly interesting. See, I think there's two answers to this one, but I've written down the one that I think is most likely. Right. Fair enough. Okay, we all get an answer, folks? Yeah. Do you want more time, Matt, or are you...? No, I'm just writing it down. Oh, that's fine. Uh, Glenn, do you want to start us off with this one? Okay, I'm not too confident with this one. I put, because it aired on a Saturday. Okay, Matt? Thursday Night Raw. Mags? I put it was the 100th episode. And Chris? It aired on a Thursday. Excellent. So Matt and Chris have got it. It was Thursday Night Raw as opposed to Um, Monday Night Raw. Well done, lads. One of the few. Unlucky Chris, you were, uh, sorry, unlucky Glenn, you were in the right lines, just (laughs) not quite. Ah, well. And I was way out. I don't think you weren't, you weren't that far out numerically. No, it's a really good guess because I don't think it was far away from that at all. But I think it was just mm. a little bit after. Uh, right, okay. Question three for three points. Many episodes of Raw have been dedicated to wrestlers. However, only three full episodes of Raw have been adapted and dedicated to individual wrestlers. Can you name the three wrestlers that have had full episodes of Raw dedicated to them? And we'll pretend that I didn't accidentally mention one before we started recording. <laughs> Glad I've missed your laugh in my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. It so, totally um, shocks like my microphone when I record Chris and I's podcast. It totally yeah. um, like over overdoes it, you know. Matt, I'm coming to you for this one. Okay, am I giving all three? Or... Yeah, go for all three. Why not? My three are Owen Hart, Eddie Guerrero, and unfortunately Chris Benoit. Okay, that is correct, Max. Yep, same, Benoit, Guerrero, Owen Hart. Fantastic. Chris? Yep, Owen, Eddie, Benoit. And yep, same for me, 
in that order. Grand, that was quite straightforward, actually, in hindsight. Um, okay, <coughs> question four for four points. What become known? Sorry, what had became known as Black Saturday in the wrestling business? So, what event caused the day to be called Black Saturday? This is a raw question. You know. It should be a raw question, but it seems to... <laughs> it's not a raw question. It's not a raw question. <laughs> so, I fucked it up. But, <laughs> that's okay. I've, I've fucked many things up. It's reached yeah, a stage... Right, make, me, make me think now, but now I haven't got to think of much. No, it's not a raw question. Good spot. I was just, I was just testing you. But to be fair, we have reached a stage in this podcast that literally in the final there were contestants question my answer before they'd even heard <laughs> the answer that I had. So, yeah, I'm still going to ask the question, though, for four points. I'm not going to change it. Have we all got an answer, folks? Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. I haven't, but I've not got one coming to mind, so... All right, so not, nothing for you, Max? No, I have no idea. Fair enough. Uh, Chris, coming around to you then? Um, I wrote... Vince slash the WWF broadcast on a WCW slash NWA program. Interesting. Glenn? I went for a series of layoffs and releasings, releases slash firings in quick succession in one day. Fair enough. And Matt? Because that, that's happened a few times. It has. Matt, what have you got? Um, the day WWE took over the program, GCW's WCW time slot. Yeah. If that is the right one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Matt's got it correct. He's smashed it. It's the. Uh, it was when Vince bought Georgia Championship Wrestling and their nationwide TV show. So it was called Black Saturday. Ah, well done. That's what I was going for. I don't know how to word that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's what I meant. You should have points for that, Timmy. Yeah, that's not the right answer. It's not worded right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to give you the points. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> I, I tried. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris has got six, Glenn's got four, Matt has full marked that round in ten, and Mags has got four as well. Um, quest, uh, round two is going to be our incomplete stables round. I'm going to give you all the members of a stable bar one, and you need to give me the name of the wrestler that I have missed and the name of the stable, if you can. So, one point for each. Well, in fact, no, one point for the, um, the the stable name and two points for the wrestler. That's how I've done it. One point for the stable name and two points for the wrestler. So three points per question. Okay. So the first one, I've got Ric Flair, Triple H, Randy Orton, and then you need to name me the final member and the name of the stable. I've started with a relatively easy one, I hope. Chris, I'm going to come to you for the first answer here. The missing wrestler was Batista and it was Evolution. Excellent, Glenn. Batista and Evolution again, although would you have accepted Mark Jindrak? <laughs> I, I, I was very tempted to put that in the cheeky side note as well, yeah. Mark, Mark Jindrak was the planned member yeah. and he made one yeah. cameo appearance for the group that was then ditched afterwards, so I don't what think... What I love about that is, is that they're filming the promotional videos with Jindrak, but they took some shots without him just in case we decide not to go with him. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> just planning for failure, and that was a good decision in the long run. Yeah. Long run for yeah. the record, I have Batista, just so we know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mags, you get the same. Yeah, Batista yeah. evolution. <clears throat> Fantastic. That was a softball to begin with, yeah. I know, I wanted to be relative. I can be a dick most of the time, but I thought it'd be nice to have a slightly easier one. The rest of them might be easier or challenging. I might have misjudged it totally. But the second one is Bret Hart, Jim Neidhart, Owen Hart, the British Bulldog. So again, looking for the mission, missing stable member and the name of the stable. Could you give me the members again, please, Alan? Yes, Bret Hart, Jim Neidhart, Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. I tried to do a decent amount of research for this, knowing that I was coming on with people that really knew what they were talking about. Yeah. With with general knowledge, you can wing it to an extent because people might not know. But you got an answer, Glenn, or have you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's very wrong though, and I'm really annoyed at myself. Right. Well, I'm coming to you first. So right. So it's it. the Heart Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I've written the Dynamite Kid, but that's I'm thinking British Bulldogs, not the Heart Foundation. Right. Well, you get the point for. In fact, I don't even know. If, let me see if I'm giving you the point or not. Matt, coming to you. The Heart Foundation and Brian Pillman. Ah! <laughs> so 
Max and the penny dropped. Max got it, Max. Yep, Lewis Cannon, Brian Pillman, and the the Heart Foundation. Such a talent, such a talent. He was, uh, and Chris, you got the same. Yeah, Brian Pillman, Heart Foundation. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it was an incredible talent. I enjoyed some of his work with uh, Austin. The next one, I've got Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair. They were in a trio stable with this person. Mm. So, name of the person, name of the stable. I didn't want to do them all from the past, although, obviously, I think the stables... Uh, Are you? Oh, I'm not sure. Am I sure what? I, I can't do a minute, don't I? I can't remember the name. Oh, I can't remember the name, nor the member. <laughs> that's the entire question, so that's a problem. <laughs> oh dear, hold on. See, I've misled you with that really soft oh, okay. opening entry. Good question. That is a really good one. <laughs> See, I've got an answer, but it's got a caveat to it. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm just hoping I can get points off Matt somewhere in this quiz. <laughs> uh, I'm going to come to Matt because I'm intrigued to hear his caveat. Um, well, I think you're trying to give us Paige as the answer and PCB being the team name. But No, as, it wasn't, but, to be fair. But at the same time, I don't remember Charlotte and Sasha being part of a three-person team on WWE roster. Right. Um, I'm... Well, I'll come back to you once I've been through the other answers, but that is okay. incorrect. Well, I've lost points there anyway. Okay, fine. Uh, Max, what have you been for? I, I don't know why now that this is literally flying by the seat of my pants, but I think it was called Team Bad, and I think it was Becky. Right, okay. It's not the answer I was looking for, but oh, that doesn't, Jesus. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean that it's wrong, to be fair. Uh, Chris, what have you went for? I can't remember the name of the group. Is it something like the Mean Girls or the or the Mean Something? No. Um, but but the other member was Summer Ray. So you get the point for Summer Ray. Excellent. In fact, you get two points for Summer Ray because that's the harder bit. Uh, and Glenn, I had uh, I couldn't get the stable name. I had Becky Lynch down as as the additional member, so I'm screwed. Fair enough. So. I had it down. It was Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, and Summer Rae, and they were the BFFs, the beautiful, oh. fierce females. Ah, that's what I was yeah, an NXT ah. thing, was it? Yeah, they were an NXT yeah. together. Not my expertise. And um, Summer Rae was actually the, the focal point of the trio yeah. at the time where she taught them how to... Uh, I liked her. <laughs> I liked her. She was, she was <laughs> by far the one that had the brightest future. <laughs> Oh, she's oh, she definitely the most memorable. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know who the other two are. She done anything? No. Charlotte Flair said. Right, okay. Good. I'm glad that was a tough one. I was worried that somebody was going to get everyone right, but that's good. Right, okay. You've done well, Alan. Question four. We've got Erwin R. Schreister, Bam Bam Bigelow, Tatanka, and King Kong Bundy. Who was the fifth member and what was the stable called? You repeat the num the the uh, people again, please. Absolutely, it's Erwin R. Scheister, Bam Bam Bigelow, Tatanka, and King Kong Bundy. They formed to make a stable with one other person. Although technically, as I say that, two other people technically. But um... one one was the manager, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, Mags, I'm coming to you first, fella. I've gone with the Million Dollar Man and the Dream Team. Right, okay, I'm going to give you a point for the Million Dollar Man. Because he was the manager, but not one of the wrestlers in the stable. Chris, come to you next. I went with Kama Mustafa. Interesting. And, and the, uh, the name of the group, was it the Million Dollar Corporation? So you'll get the point for the stable name. It was the Million Dollar Corporation. Ah, damn it. Glenn? I guessed Brutus Beefcake as the additional member, which <laughs> I think is wrong. Uh, and I panicked with the stable and wrote the Heenan family. Right, okay. Uh, Matt? Uh, it's a million dollar corporation, and bizarrely, uh, it's, I watched this just the other night on the network, um, Nikolai Volkov. Oh. Wow. Not the answer I had, but I'm willing to take it, because he was, actually. Yeah, he uh, was. Yeah, he was. Earth member, technically. Technically. I was looking for the one, two, three kit, who was also ah. a member, but Matt is right, Nikolai Volkov was one of the first members, too. Uh, number five? So we've got Kenny Doan, Johnny Jeter, sorry, Johnny Jeter, Nick Mitchell, Mike Mondo, and one other. 
So Kenny Doan, Johnny Jeter, Nick Mitchell, Mike Mondo, and one other. Oh, give me the names one more time. Uh, Kenny Doan, Johnny Jeter, Nick Mitchell, and Mike Mondo. I need to sing it. No. <laughs> no, don't, don't I want it. to hear that. I want to hear you singing it. You really no. had me singing uh, Summer Ray's NXT theme before. <laughs> right. Can you can you give me the names one more time, please? Oh, Alex? come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kenny Doan, Johnny Jeter, Nick Mitchell, and Mike Mondo. Right. Okay. This, this is as good as I'm going to get. Right. Okay. I will be way back. I'm coming to you first, Chris. Is it uh, Nick Nemeth? And was it the Spirit Squad? It was the Spirit Squad. Not, well, maybe we'll come back to the uh, Glenn? See, I initially thought Nick Nemeth as well, aka Dolph, but I, um, yeah. oh, I yes. then went back on it because you said Nick in one of the names. So I've written just an arbitrary name, Mickey, because that sounds like a Spirit Squad name. Uh, so I've got Spirit Squad, but I've written the name Mickey as in Mouse. As in Mouse, right, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving you the points then. Uh, Matt? Okay, well, um, as one says, the Spirit Squad, which was Kenny, Johnny, Nicky, Mitch, and Mikey. So, uh, Mitch isn't actually, he hasn't... Ah, uh, Mitch. It, I don't know what name you're going for here, but he's really Nick Mitchell, but uh, I don't know what his actual, uh, what name you're looking for, apart from Mitch. I remember a Mitch. You've got me, I'm actually going to have to Google it. It's come to that stage. Uh, and Mags, what have you went for? To be fair, I've got the same as Matt. I've got Mitch in the Spirit Squad. Grant, right, okay. I'm going to check. Mickey was Dolph Ziggler, though. Oh, yeah, I've just fucked up the question. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, dear. So, points all round. That's fine. As Dolph Dolph Ziggler's Nicky, but I've put Mickey down as Nicky on my list. (laughs) Which has made things more difficult. Okay, okay. Right, okay. So, uh, Chris has got 11 for that round, which puts him in 17 overall. Glenn, you've got 6 for that round, which puts you in 10 overall. Matt got 12 for that round, which puts him in 22 overall. And Mag's got 10 for that round, which puts him in 14 overall. So, Glenn, you get to pick the quickfire round. Is this because I'm in dead last place? Yes. <laughs> nice. Last last place gets the pick. For the benefit of yeah. the tape, as it were, every time I was on an episode, I got royally screwed by that person. <laughs> <laughs> so, continue to form, gentlemen. <laughs> so, I've only got two rounds to pick from. You can either pick cruiserweights or nicknames. That's your two topics. I want to go with nicknames, but I'll probably nicknames. regret that. Strong, strong, strong choice. <laughs> right, so you've picked nicknames. So what I'm okay. going to do is I'm going to read out uh, a name, a sort of nickname, and then you need to tell me the wrestler that's associated with it. Right, is basically the plan. Oh. Right, you're going to start off deceptively easy, aren't you? Of course. Right, okay. <laughs> um, Right, okay, so I'll start your time as I ask the first one. The first one is the Cerebral Assassin. Triple H. Okay, second one is the Ninth Wonder of the World. China. The Show Off. Dolph Ziggler. The Beast from the East. Pass. Funkasaurus. Rhodus Clay. The Great White. Seamus. White Thunder. Pass. The Iceman. Pass. King of the World. Chris Jericho. Booger Red. Pass. So the first one you passed on was number four, which was the Beast from the East. God, I have no idea. It's going to kill me. No, passing again. The seventh one you passed was the... Oh, hang on. Uh, White Thunder. Sting. Okay, that's fine. So that is your time up. So the first one is the Cerebral Assassin. Triple H. Okay, second one is Ninth Wonder of the World. China. 
The Show Off. Dolph Ziggler. The Beast from the East. Oh, uh, that was Bam Bam Bigelow. The Funkasaurus. Uh, Broadus Clay. The Great White. Uh, pass. White Thunder. Jesus Christ, pass that as well. The Iceman. Oh, my God. Uh, pass. King of the Worlds. Oh, my. I'm not getting these right at all. Pass that. And the last one's Booger Red. Oh, that was Taker. Okay, so the first one you passed on was The Great White. I'm going to go with Earthquake. Okay. Uh, White Thunder. Jesus, I have absolutely no clue <laughs> on that. Uh, pass. <laughs> hey, that's favourite. That's you out of time. Right, so the first one is the Cerebral Assassin. Triple H. The Ninth Wonder of the World. China. The Show Off. Dolph Ziggler. The Beast from the East. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. The Funkasaurus. Brodus Clay. The Great White. Uh, Seamus. White Thunder. Pass. The Iceman. Dean Malenko. The King of the World. Chris Jericho. Booger Red. Uh, Undertaker. So the only one you've passed on is White Thunder. You've got 20 seconds to work it out. You flew through those. White Thunder? White um, Thunder. I, I don't know. Is that, can you give me a clue? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can't. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Glacier. Glacier. Fair enough, it's a guess. Right, Yeah. I'll pop you back in the room and I'll come and get you once we've done the last person. All right, see okay. you shortly. I'm guessing they're not, but what if they are used by more than one person? Um, then I'll check it, but I think these are all unique, I think. For example, Rick Flair and Buddy Rogers both use the nickname Nature Boy. Oh, yeah, I've avoided things like that deliberately. Yeah. Okay, cool. Excellent, right, okay, so what I'll do, start your time as I ask the first one. The first one is the Cerebral Assassin. Triple H. The Ninth Wonder of the World. China. The Show Off. Dolph Ziggler. Beast from the East. Beast from the East. Um, pass. The Funkasaurus. Brogus Clay. The Great White. The Great White, Seamus. White Thunder. White Thunder? Uh, pass. The Iceman. Iceman Dimalenko. King of the World. Chris Jericho. Booger Red. The Undertaker. So back to the first one you passed was the Beast from the East. Beast from the East, um, oh, someone from Japan. Um, um, Antonio Inoki. And the second one you passed on was White Thunder. White Thunder. Um... I have no idea, pass. No idea. That's all right. Grand. So I'll bring. I will go through all the answers and you can see how you've fared against your competitors. So. <laughs> I start. I tried to. I tried to give a few softballs to start with. So cerebral assassin is Triple H. Ninth, ninth wonder of the world is China. The show off is Dolph Ziggler. Everybody got all those. It started to go very differently from there. So the the beast from the east is Bam Bam Bigelow. The the Funkasaurus is Brodus Clay. The Great White is Seamus. The one that no one got was White Thunder, which was an early nickname of Scott Steiner. Can't believe it. The, wow. Ice, <laughs> the Ice Man was Dean Malenko. King of the World was Chris Jericho. And Everyday, oh no, not Everyday, uh, Booger Red was The Undertaker. So, uh, Chris got nine out of ten. Wow. Only missing White Thunder, which puts him up to 26 points. Glenn, on your chosen topic, you got six, bringing you up to 16. Matt got eight, bringing him up to 30, <laughs> and Mags got six, bringing him up to 20. Round four, I have 
just so you know, the cruiserweight round, I was going to get you, I was going to give you 30 seconds to name all 10 cruiserweights that took part in the cruiserweight open at WrestleMania 20. Ah, so, I could have done that. Oh. I could have done that. <laughs> I would have got probably one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think I think you picked the right round, Glenn. Like I think that was the, I think it was the right choice. From an okay. entertainment point of view, it was the right choice. Yeah. Round five, uh, sorry, round four even, I'm going to give you five questions. Each question has at least two answers. So I'm going to give you two points for one of the answers being correct and four points if you get both answers correct. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so these are just general wrestling right. okay. knowledge. So question one, Kurt Angle has always been willing to put talent over. He put two guys over on their WWE televised debuts, one in 2000 and one in 2002, who were, I'll say that again. So Kurt Angle always willing to put people over, or he was originally. He's put two guys over on their WWE debuts, one in 2000 and one in 2002. One in 2000? Yeah, one in the year 2000 and one in the year 2002. Okay. Can I hear like... A xylophone. That was probably that's my wife next door teaching piano right now. Oh, <laughs> my I thought of his background music for this for the questions. <laughs> a glockenspiel. I I just started to think it was the beginning of a harp playing the end of my life, but no such luck. I'm assuming we're saying uh, in terms of putting over the other person had to win the match. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what's that's what's getting me now because yeah. Oh. One, yeah, there's one year to change one of man, then that's gotta go. Because I had a clear answer for 2002, but the person didn't win the match. Exactly. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. A fame, that's the famous one, but it's uh, yeah. he didn't win. I mean, or she. You don't know. Or she. Oh, God. See, this is the problem with these specialist subject ep- episodes because you've got more knowledge than me, so you start to make me question myself. But I'm, I'm really I'm, stumped for 2002. I'm confident in these because I watched them, so I'm confident. This this was this was my year of wrestling, ninety six through to about two thousand and four. I was that was me loved it, and then and then the Rock left, and I started to feel sad. <laughs> but Austin came back every now and then, and that made like watching some of the stuff now. Every time Austin comes out, the place yeah. fucking explodes. It's meant on to right, Alan. I am um, I'm gonna settle with what I've got, but I've m- my. Uh, I, I'm wondering if maybe you've made a mistake with the 2002 thing. Okay. Right, but I, might yeah, be totally, yeah. I could be totally wrong. I'm, I'm actually watching a lot of 2002 right now. So, but, you know. Ugh, I don't I have know. a 2002 answer. I don't have a 2002 answer. I can't think I of I have both answers, but I also have to query the second one. <laughs> yep, I'm the same. I think we're all along the same lines. Who do you mean you've Oh, what would be new, really? <laughs> that's, that's the question. What would be, what would be new? I'm going to have one of the me that jumped in first of this. Right, okay. Um, who's in the lead? So, Matt's in the lead. Matt, coming to you first. Okay, the answer for 2002, which pretty much everyone's got, is John Cena. Yeah. The only person who debuted against Angle in 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Cena winning the match. Did he not win he, the match? No, no, he he no he Angle won the match. Bugger. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, and the other person from 2000 was Taz at the Royal Rumble. It's tiles. Yeah, so those are the two answers that I've got, but that's back when I thought John Cena had won the match in 2002. No, because at the end of the match, it says to Curtis, oh, I almost had you, I almost had you. Oh, yeah. Okay. First, I, I would say when he got his first win, but that might come up later on, so. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it won't, he thought he won it. So. Mags, what did you have the same? Yep, Taz and Cena. Taz and Cena. Chris? Yep, Taz and John Boy. Mm-hmm. And Glenn, you went for the same? <laughs> yep. yep, Taz and Cena. See, I shouldn't have acknowledged the winning thing and just said put him over because he did kind of put him over, but he didn't. He did yeah, put him over. Oh, yeah. he got the wrong. Yeah. It was one of the things best matches, definitely. Yeah. Fine. Well, it was, to be fair, I, I just recently watched his match against Triple H at WrestleMania and uh, it gets a great fast. one. I loved it. But I remember at the it time, was it yeah. receiving a lot of negative press at the time. Yeah. But I actually really enjoyed it. Right, question two. The fabulous Muller reigned as women's champion for a combined 10,775 days. A record that will simply never be touched. Who 
Which woman has the second highest number of combined days as a women's champion? And how many days did she hold it for? Whoa! Oh, that's a my what? So you get two points for naming the wrestler and an additional two points for the number of days. Do you, are you doing a leeway at all? Or? If no one gets it dead on, I'm going to give a point, the two points to the person that's the closest. Can I just so, clarify, is this a, a wrestler, another wrestler in the women's division holding the women's title? Yes. Yeah, okay. And does, does it have to have been just a one reign or like a, a combined no, days? No, com- combined reigns. All, okay. all the reigns combined. Um, and I've factored in all version of the Women's Championship, including the current Raw and SmackDown Championships. So I've factored you the all in. You count the Divas in them, I've worked with you. Uh, I haven't factored the Good. Divas in. because it's not a Women's Championship. It was farcical. There were many people Redeem, who held the Women's Championship. Now it's fine. Redeemed myself from saying that I thought Cena had won that match. But he lost. Yeah. <laughs> he lost. Come to you, Mags. Mags, what have you got for the answer? I've gone with a, a safe bet, I think, Trish Stratus, and I've gone with 900 days. Okay. And Chris? I also went with Trish, uh, and I went around about 2,000 days. Okay. Glenn? I went for Trish, but I went, I went much slower. I went for 379 combined days. Right, okay. And Matt? Now, you said... And I know what you've done in the past with me. That's why I'm asking you to clarify what you're saying. Okay? You said you're cl- including all versions of the women's championship, yes? Yes. There he goes. In that case, Asuka. Oh! Undefeated as, as the NXT women's champion for 500 odd days. Oh, that's, yeah, she was, but that's fine. So you're waiting for Asuka? That's my answer. That's right. the question you're asking me, yes. Right, okay. Uh, so. Mags, Chris and Glenn have got it. It's Trish Stratus and it's 821 days combined. Oh, oh I was not far out. I'd have won that. No. So <laughs> Mags is getting the bonus two points. Matt, you're shaking your head at me and I'm almost frightened to look at my screen. <laughs> well done, Mags. <laughs> Forgot about Asuka. So if you, if you, if you keep counting all championships... Matt, you get but- so competitive. <laughs> No, you don't say. Really? <laughs> At what point on my film podcast do you not figure this one out yet? I think I Asuka's fifth, if I remember correctly. I think she's listed as fifth. Yeah, but she's I'd not have... held a title for 800 odd days, surely. No, but she... Even if you count that 500 odd days, it's still only 500 odd days. She, she hasn't been True, there. but she's also um, held SmackDown Women's Championship and that Raw Women's Championship against the current Raw Women's Champion at the time of recording. Yeah, it? no, but she's about, not... about four days. Now, to be so, fair, I've not added the three days on from Monday, but... <laughs> <laughs> that may make a difference. <laughs> I accept defeat, okay? I'm accepting defeat. I'm just saying that Asuka's... Was in the, I thought that was a good shout. It was a good guess. What? I'm, I'm, yeah, a very I'm, good, but incredibly wrong guess. <laughs> I hold my hands up. Let's move on. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, question three. Uh, CM Punk dropped some pipe bombs in his time in the WWE. However, his pipe bombs won him the most disgusting promotional tactic two years in a row for using real-life events inappropriately. I'd like you to name the two real-life events he used inappropriately. One in 2012 and one in 2013. He used them in a promo? Yes, he used them in a promo. Oh, I've got one, but... These are all quite tough, but there is four points available on each one. So I'll just clarify. I gave Mags the two points because he was very close with 900 days. So he's got the two points for being the closest. Hang on. Don't you hear the game one one more time, please? Yeah, sure. So Punk, um, I've just got one, the most disgusting promotional tactic two years in a row in 2012 and 2013 for using real life events inappropriately. Name both of the real-life events that he used inappropriately in a promo. Well, it was deemed inappropriate. Deemed inappropriate, I should say. Open. I feel good about this one. Yeah, I'm I'm confident with one of them, and I'm... I'm I was. I feel okay with the other. So I'm, I'm curious to hear what everyone else has. I think I've got one that is probably right and one that is incredibly wrong. I've got one for certain, kind of think of everyone. Do you want more time, guys, or...? 
I'm good. I will. Good. Right, okay. Uh, Chris, I'm going to come to you first for this one. Okay, in 2012, he used Jerry Lawler's heart attack. Yeah. And in 2013, he used Paul Bearer's death. And Chris has got them both nicely done. Glenn? Okay, uh, for 2012, I'm wrong. I had gone with the fact that he spoke about his family, his father's addiction in his student, ah, Chris yeah. Jericho. Um, but I did get the 2013 one, Paul Bearer's death. Okay. Matt? Yeah, I got taken and Paul Bearer's death. I just crossed a couple out because one was 2009, so I knew I was off strong there. And uh, I forgot about Jerry's heart attack. Which yeah. Is not good. I forgot uh, about it. <laughs> uh, Max? Yeah, I had the death of Paul Bearer. And the, the other one I had was... a. Uh, when he, I, I was sure it was him in a feud with Jeff Hardy where he was uh, calling out Jeff Hardy's addiction. Oh, yeah, I remember that as well. Yeah. So, no, it was Jerry Lawler's heart attack when uh, Paul Heyman feigned a heart attack to make fun of Jerry Lawler, which was horrendous. Yeah, I remember it now. Oh. And, uh, and then the death of Paul Bearer, which um, was deemed inappropriate and was a bit horrendous, but... You know, Paul Bearer was a guy who enjoyed the entertainment. He might have been up for it if he'd been alive. You never throw in Paul Bearer's hey. ashes in Undertaker's face. Yeah. yeah. Paul Heyman's cosplay as Paul Bearer, though, was quite impressive. <laughs> yeah. Disturbingly impressive, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Question four. Who won the first ever King of the Ring? And what year did he win it? I have a, I have a question. Another question. I apologise. It's... Uh, no. uh, in terms of the King of the Ring pay-per-view or the tournament? Just the tournament. Ah, oh, right. Because there's always been a match. That changes of... it massively, doesn't it? Sometimes yeah. there's been a pay-per-view. Sometimes it... I mean, there was one, I believe, that was just done on SmackDown as King of yeah. the Ring. So, no, it's the actual tournament. A tournament that they've pers- absolutely persevered with simply because they enjoy the rhyming of King and Ring. That's literally <laughs> it. That's not right. It's not right. I wouldn't say that about Glenn's wife's piano playing. It sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> she also does the jingles for her podcast another reason to give that a listen oh fantastic we'll have to give that a listen yeah I've got it on my list to listen to I just haven't got around to it yet if I'm honest uh, right we all got answers folks or at least uh, I guess if something's yeah no worries okay go right Glenn coming to you first I've written Own Heart in 1984 that is incorrect Matt ah. um the magnificent Don Morocco in 1985 beating the Iron Sheik in the final. And he's got it. Nicely done. Oh, man. Mags, what did you have? I was way off. Um, Don Morocco, 1985. Nicely done. So, Chris, you way off, did you say there? No, I had uh, Harley Race, 1987. Oh, fair enough. Like, that's a decent guess. But no, it was, yeah. it was Don Morocco in 1985. Oh, it was a year late, 96. I love you, dude. And oh, right. WrestleMania 3, of course, he was the king. Indeed. So, our last uh, question for this round requires a touch of audio, which I'm going to get and I'm hoping is going to work. If it doesn't, I need another question. But it should work, hopefully. Okay. And uh, I shouldn't get done for copyright because nobody really listens to my podcast. That <laughs> You've got this in 30 <laughs> seconds. You can use it for rights free. There we go. So... I'm going to play a bit of music that has been... I mean, there's no surprise that WWE has recycled music in the past. This piece of music has actually been used by three different wrestlers. I'll give you two points for each one you can name. And if you can name all three, I will give a bonus two points. Okay, probably eight points and off of here. So three other rest- three wrestlers have used that piece of music. Two points. I'd say, for- as soon as you played the song, the first beat of music, all four of us just looked straight down at our Synchronized. I'm expecting perfect answers here in me dishing out six points. Right, okay. You know what? It blew uh, my mind when I learned that this had been used before the one that we know it most for. Like when yeah. I first started to see in old, old shows, it was incredible. Right, uh, Matt, I'm going to come to you first here. Well, now you said that, I'm starting to feel a little bit less confident in my answer. But certainly three wrestlers all used this song. It'd be Kurt Angle, Charlie Haas, and Shelton Benjamin. Oh. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. I'm, I'll give you... I'm no, it's not the answer I was looking for, but um, 
Shell Benjamin Charlie Hash used it as part of the the, the stable, so I wouldn't That's say right. that it was their individual music. They used it individually when they entered the Royal Rumble in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a point. It's not it's what true. I've written, but he's got a point. It's not what I've got either, but it's true. He does. He, no, no. Um, <laughs> Mags. Well, obviously, we've got Kurt Angle. Um, I think Sergeant Slaughter and the Patriot, I think. Yep, so Mags is picking up all six. Those are the three wrestlers that used it prior. He eight, eight points, didn't he? No, two, two for. Oh, yeah, eight points. Fuck. Mm. You said two for each and two bonus. So, Max, yeah, I did. Like, two points, Max. <laughs> Matt just fights for points for everywhere. It's, it's, <laughs> Is that competitive? <laughs> I'll fight for everyone. Right, okay. Uh, Chris, what did you have? Yep, Kurt Angle, the Patriot, and Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, eight points for you as well, then. And Glenn? Same, Kurt Angle, Patriot, Sergeant Slaughter. I got way too cocky in my answer. I know. I also said recycled. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I'm not going to give you <laughs> Benjamin Charlie Haas. I'm just not. I, I, I'm fine with you not giving them to me, but it's my own fault. <laughs> right, Damn so it. Chris got 18 points in that round, bringing him up to 44. Uh, Glenn got 16 points in that round, bringing him up to 32. Matt, you still got. 12 points in that round, bringing you up to 42. And Mags smashed that round, getting uh, 18 points, bringing him up to 38. So that has closed the gap quite considerably. Specialist subject round, I've obviously had to do it a little bit differently for this because you're all doing one of your specialist subjects. So what I've done instead is I've got four categories of wrestling question. They've got questions that are valued at one, two, three, or four. I'm going to go from the person that has got the highest, sorry, the lowest points through the person that's got the highest points who will pick the question value. But trying something different from the normal season, on the question that you select, if you get it wrong, you can lose the same number of points of its value. But only only on the question where you've selected the topic. The others are safe. Glenn, you are in last place still. So you get... No worries. You, your choice of topics are Night of Champions, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, Casket Matches, or WrestleMania 12. Ah, I don't like any of them. Uh, I'm going to go with... <coughs> I'm going to go Hall of Fame. Go Hall of Fame. Would you like a one, two, three, or four pointer? Three. Three. Okay. Three. Right. So... Uh, everybody else is answering as well. You all can try and earn three points here. Glenn's the only one at risk of also losing three points. Who was the winner of the first Warrior Award in 2015? So who was the winner of the first Warrior Award in 2015? We're all comfortable with our answers. Matt, I'm going to come to you first. Connor for Crusher Mihailak. Okay. Max? Yep, Connor Mihailak. Nicely done. Uh, Chris? Connor the Crusher Mihailak. And Glenn? Uh, yeah, I'll be honest with you though, I just wrote Connor. I'll take just Connor, to be fair. That's, um, fair. that's fine. Okay, nicely done. So everybody gained three points there. Next in third place is Mags. So Mags, of the three remaining topics, Night of Champions, Casket Matches or WrestleMania 12, which would you like? I'll go with Casket Matches. And do you want a one, two, three or four pointer? How many points am I on now? You're on 38, you're four points behind Matt, and you're six points behind Chris. I'll go two. Go on two. <laughs> right, okay. For two, for two points, how many casket matches have taken place on WWF or WWE programming? I'm losing points here. Jesus. <laughs> how many casket matches have taken place on WWF or WWE programming? We all got a guess, guys, or do we want some time to try and count all the matches we can remember? <laughs> I've, I've got a guess. Go. <laughs> Man's definitely a guess. Okay, I'm going to do the same as I did with the other one that was a number. If no one gets it right, the person that is the closest will get the two. Um, Chris, I'm going to start with you, so we finish with Max. I've gone with an 18. 18, okay. Uh, Glenn? Much lower for me, I've said seven. Glenn's went for seven, Matt. 20. Jesus Christ, what, what a year? 
That's when that's when for twenty the annual uh, casket match <laughs> every year at WrestleMania. <laughs> and Mags, what have you ready for? I'm guessing it's not twenty. It's seven. I've gone with Glenn. Seven. Gone with seven, right? So Matt has nailed it. It is twenty. <laughs> all the that dead bodies. Great. All the dead bodies. I <laughs> couldn't tell you who been in them all, but I remember <laughs> the last one at Greatest Royal Rumble. And then the 20 casket match. So Yeah. Which is why I'd put it as a two-pointer because it Good been, answer. Then that. Uh, yeah, there have been 20 casket matches in WWE, but they weren't the first to have one. There was actually a coffin match between Dusty Rhodes and Ivan Koloff in 1980. But that wasn't on WWE programme. Okay. Uh, so, un- unlucky there. Losing the two points. Two points for Matt. No points for Chris or Glenn. Uh Matt, you're in second place, or you were in second place heading into this round, so you've got Knight of Champions or WrestleMania 12 to choose from. Right. I'm going to go with Mania 12. Go WrestleMania 12, and you're two points behind, or sorry, hang on, you were two points behind, but you're now tied with Chris. Get into this question. Okay, so I cannot afford to lose this one. Okay. It's finding the balance. Right, okay. Let's do this. We go for four. Go for a Quistastic 4. Go for a Quistastic 4. Okay. There were seven matches at WrestleMania 12. Only two of the matches didn't end in a pinfall. What were the matchups and how did they end? So you're getting one point for each matchup <laughs> and one point for how it finished. Jeez. It is a Quistastic 4 question. It's definitely tough. I picked this as a topic because it was the first ever Mania that I got to see live. So That's a tough one. Personal personal uh, selection there. And possibly still one of my favourite matches of all time. Mags, I'm going to start with you. Did you have an answer? Uh, I really don't even remember a lot about the card. So I've gone with Bret Hart versus Razor Ramon, which I don't even believe happened. Uh and yeah, that's the only one I've got, so I've got no points. Sorry. No point. That's all right. Chris, what have you went for? I've gone with uh, Goldust versus Roddy Piper in the Hollywood backlot brawl, and it ends with Piper stripping Goldust of his singlet. But okay, yeah, sure. And uh, the other one I, I guessed from sheer memory, I think it was Razor Ramon versus Jeff Jarrett, and it ended in a DQ. Okay, Glenn? Uh, similar but different. I've also got Roddy Piper and Goldust ending with uh, Goldust getting stripped down. Um, however, my second one was a total guess. I've guessed that there was a battle royal which ended with an elimination over the top rope. Oh, good call. Interesting. Right, Matt, let's go for it. Um, I've got Roddy Piper beating Goldust by stripping him. Yeah. <laughs> which is ridiculous. It's, <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. Um, and. It's- the other one was Stone Cold Steve Austin beating Xavier Vega for a million dollar dream. Ah, I remember that. Yep. And he's, mm. yep, he's got it. So it was Vega versus Austin. It was uh, Austin won by holding on the million dollar dream. And the other one was Goldust being defeated by Roddy Piper, having his singlet ripped off and having a strange uh, set of underwear on underneath. And he ran away. <laughs> okay, and the first ever Hollywood backlot brawl, which was so cheesy using the first Miro J chase. So oh, I know. <laughs> you could tell the whole cards. You could tell they were struggling financially a little bit, but Michaels, yeah. Michaels, and Bret Hart pulled it out at the end of the night. I mean, the Hollywood backlot brawl is, is entertaining. You know, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's fun to watch. Not going to say not entertaining. Just think it was cheesy. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Needed to be entertaining. Grant. Right, okay. So, Chris, you've been left with the Knight of Champions, which was, uh, it's a tough topic, but it's the kind of difficulty of you being in first place going out this round. So you're now two points behind Matt. Right. Um, oh, man, I'm thinking going big here because it's the, let's go three. Let's go three. Go with three. Right, okay. So the quiz hard question for Knight of Champions There were two tag team championship matches on the Night of Champions as WCW had a cruiserweight tag team championship also. The same team won both matches. Name the two wrestlers in the tag team. So, two tag team championship matches on the last night of WCW Night of Champions. Cruiserweight tag team champion and heavyweight tag team champions. Name the team that won both matches. Name the two wrestlers in the team. 
You know, who won the championship match that night? Well, that would be the same team then. No, it was in the WCW championship, Max. Oh, the ta- the big towel. Yeah, it was in the one that um, Youngster was wearing his shoulder a little while ago. Well, good for guesses, folks. Matt, do you need a lot more time? or WCW is not my own expertise. No, mine either, but this was quite a big night in WCW, so I thought I'd put something WCW into the quiz so it was all-encompassing. Even though it hasn't been all-encompassing, I've not touched IWGPA at all because I, I don't know enough. This is the benefit of when you were younger, re-watching the same video over and over again. <laughs> I think. <laughs> right, guys, let's go for some answers. Uh, so this was Chris's topic, so Glenn, I'm starting with you. Okay, uh, I have guessed with the team of Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman. Okay, Matt? Um, yeah, uh, William, uh, not William, yeah, Amiga wasn't in the match, no. Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio. Okay, and Mags? Yep, Rey, Rey and Billy Kidman. And finally, Chris? Kidman and Mysterio because they let them keep the belts. Nicely done. Okay, so yep. Part of that was quite a straightforward three-point question, after all. I thought that was more difficult, but there you go. So, it brings us up. Glenn, you have finished in fourth place with 40 points. Yes. Mags is in third place with 42. Yes. Uh, Chris is in second place with 52. And Matt has won it with 54. Oh. Nice, tight win at the end there. But guys, thank you very much for taking part. Really appreciate it. Thank you for persevering with my incorrect answers. <laughs> thank you uh, for having us. No, really no, appreciate thank it. Thank you very much. It's an absolute pleasure. And, it's been grateful. Um, absolute pleasure. And Mag didn't do the justice earlier. And he also had another podcast he does with me called Talk of the Table. Well, I, I threatened to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we and I. Mag may be the booker, but I don't think we would say no to having all of you guys on at some point in the future. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Awesome. It'd be a pleasure. Just not to discuss Money in the Bank from Sunday, preferably. So. <laughs> Adam, not a fan. No, no, it was terrible. Right, I normally hang about and chat about it, guys, because it's really fun. I really enjoyed that. It was really good fun, but I'm going to have to shoot and go and record the Father Ted special. Sounds good. I look forward take to care. listening Enjoy to the Father Ted one. All right, guys. Take care. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>